Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome back into that show called the Sports Mix. We're back live. It's been a little, little over... A little under two weeks. So we've had a live show show brought to you in part by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned, full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us. And Colin, did you hear uh, you're now included in the beginning of the intro? Yeah, I am. Well, I was with the uh, sports doctor part of it here and there, but now it's, yeah, it's an official thing. I like it. there you go. Uh, Well, we're back from... Uh, Nick and I were down in Hilton Head, South Carolina, calling Martinsburg in uh, one game for Spring Mills girls basketball, and then we went on a little Christmas hiatus. Now we're back. Tonight starts the Skip Fowler Holiday Classic down at Martinsburg. We'll be on the call for that, and in about five, six minutes, we'll be joined by head coach for the Bulldogs, uh, Dave Rogers, to discuss the Skip Fowler Memorial Classic. But uh, guys, we're back. We Feels are. good to be back. Uh, as you said, we took a little break just to go celebrate uh, the holiday season with our families, and now it's back on the grind for uh, some basketball. Looking forward to the uh, two games tonight. We've seen Jefferson before. We've seen uh, Martinsburg before, but now we get to see how the Bulldogs are against uh, teams within the state. Yeah, teams within the state. and uh, Well, besides Millbrook. That's <laughs> yeah. true. But we've seen them too, and we've seen, or we haven't seen Bridgeport, but all these teams are quality teams. Uh you know, every team Martinsburg will play has a winning record. Uh, and the Bulldogs could have had e- easily had a winning record or at least um, had some winnable games down there at Hilton Head. So, um, you know, they're going to be a competitive team. It should be a fun tournament just if you like watching basketball. Uh, so th- there's a lot of good teams playing in it. And, again, um, you know, they're, they're, they've all had success and have talented rosters. So – a lot of fun yeah i'm looking forward to seeing how uh as we said martinsburg can uh bounce back after the one and two uh start to the season down in uh hilton head island and turnovers were a uh, big issue for the team down there I, you know as i said this many times on those broadcasts i think it's a mixture of not great chemistry because you know three guys they just started practicing the week prior and you hadn't had a ball game until the class until you were down in Hilton so I think it's a combination of all that that kind of is what happened down there and I know head coach Dave Rogers will not use that as an excuse but I mean you got to start playing games whenever you can start playing games and they had that first game canceled uh and you know usually that and when they scrimmaged they didn't have those three guys. So those those are three big pieces to your team that you didn't have when you were scrimmaging. And it'll be interesting to see uh, how many practices they were uh, able to get in here during the holiday break. I don't know uh, what they were up to. Well, might have I to think uh, ask Coach Rogers three? what they were doing during this time. And I think he gave them the off team. the 24th and 25th. Okay. Because I know that I'm pretty sure they did come back on the 23rd. We ended up coming back on the 22nd. Uh, just because the games were done early enough and stuff. But I think 
they didn't come back till the next. I couldn't be wrong. They could have just taken the buses overnighted. Uh, but I'm assuming they didn't have practice until the 26th because he kind of alluded to that. But we'll talk with, talk to him more, and we'll get more into high school basketball next. But I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the passing of uh, broadcasting coaching icon. John Madden passed away yesterday at 85, and his he just had the all-Madden documentary on Sunday on Fox. I mean, it's kind of crazy that he was able to see that, and then he kind of just passed randomly uh, yesterday morning and, you know, I watched that documentary or Saturday, not, not on uh Sunday, but you know, that's, it was a crazy documentary. I didn't realize, you know, we're so young. We really only know Madden for the later portion of his color analyst position and then Madden the game. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I think I probably played Madden NFL before I even watched a yeah. football game. And, you know, John Madden, definitely an icon. Unfortunately, like you said, Spencer, you know, we don't really, remember too much of his broadcasting career you know i remember a few of his last seasons but uh just just a legend and really i think people forget about how good of a coach he was too i mean with coaches with at least 100 wins he has the highest winning percentage among well, it's those he coaches. didn't coach that long but he didn't have to yeah, i mean he had a great career <laughs> he, had, he had a great run uh you know 132 wins i think it was and um a super bowl win as well and you also have to remember i mean during that time in the 70s because uh, I think it was like seven AFC championships he went to. Yeah, obviously they were going against up against that Pittsburgh Steelers team, which was a dynasty back then. So, uh, you know, just a great coach, great commentator, um, just a legend all the way around. Yeah, and it's crazy that uh, it came just suddenly after the uh, documentary here and everything for him. And it's sad that we only knew him more or less for the uh, video game and not his coaching or uh commentary wise just remember, because of our age i mean it, it I how old were you though when he was in the booth like we, we were young seven eight exactly but i still remember the madden bus on sunday night football it was the big thing him and al michaels and then like when chris collinsworth came in i remember just like not liking chris collinsworth at all and because that was when i really got into football was like the, his last year being a color analyst yeah, if I've enjoyed uh, reading up on some posts and everything with memories shared from uh, either coaches or players throughout the years. So he will definitely be missed. He will be missed, and we're set for our first break of the day. Uh, before we hit break, we'd be remiss not to congratulate uh, Shepard quarterback Tyson Bajant for winning the Harlan Hill Trophy. We were not on the air during that announcement. We hadn't been since, so shout out to uh, Tyson Bajan for winning the Harlan Hill Trophy. Uh, that does it for this first segment, sponsored in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to Parsons.com for more. We'll be back with head coach of the Martinsburg basketball team, Dave Rogers, next. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay. 
or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Ollie's VIP Northside is the best local spot to catch all of your favorite high school, college, and pro sports, or to hang out with friends. Ollie's has a great beer and cocktail menu, along with a food menu that will blow you away. Ollie's offers multiple TVs to watch the game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio with cornhole and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Ollie's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game. During Happy Honda Days, discover the joys of the season with unforgettable trips in an Accord, Pilot, or HRV. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Accord and 0% APR on the 2022 Pilot or HRV. Find your perfect Honda this season. Visit your local Honda dealer today or shop online. This is my kind of holiday. CMA's Honda of Winchester, 3985 Valley Pike. CMA's moving life forward. See dealer for financing details. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this Wednesday edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us as... Tonight we'll be broadcasting the first night of the Skip Fowler Memorial Classic down in Martinsburg. We're now joined by the head coach for the Martinsburg boys basketball team, Dave Rogers. How are you doing, Coach Rogers? Hey, I'm wonderful. I'm standing outside. I say it's so nice. Let's move this game outdoors tonight. <laughs> it's beautiful. Didn't have such a beautiful time down weather-wise in Hilton Head, uh, but you guys just kind of getting going when you uh, stepped down there for that three-game tournament, able to get a win on the last day. Does does having the win on the last day kind of help you guys move forward? Well, I hope so. You know, um, there was uh, there was two teams there that, and the one that won it, um, you know, for us to be able to play with them would be uh, probably a little reach because you're. When you're talking um, 6'10", 6'10", 6'9", on the back line, you don't compete with those kind of teams. And we've really not seen that caliber of team down there before. But, you know, we were right there, uh, eight seconds. uh, Balls on our half court were down two, had a play set up. We bobbled the ball, so it could have been a tie or win. So we had an opportunity for that first one. Second night, uh, when you turned the ball over 33 times, and I'm going to probably say 20 of them uh, weren't any. You did it on your own. It wasn't even. Uh, it wasn't even pressure with the ball. Uh, you're not going to beat anybody. You couldn't beat a grade school team. And then we came back the third night, uh, and we played uh, against a team that did a nice job out of Georgia, Savannah, Georgia, and and our kids uh, held on and did a. In fact, we won that one going away. But you know, uh, again, I, I told our kids the other day that. We, we really, for the first time when we got back, have really been able to do some practicing. You know, when, you, when you've when you got two and three players hurt, when you've got two and three players that you're playing that came off your football team, you're just, it, you're just behind. And right now, I mean, it's there. I, don't, I, don't, I told our kids the other day, I said, I like what I see, and we're going to be okay. 
but we're behind everybody right now. So we'll catch up sooner or later. Coach, you mentioned too, like even though there were a lot of turnover issues at times and some things that just weren't weren't quite clicking. I mean, those games were all close despite all of that. And uh, another positive, I think, was that you guys got a lot of balanced scoring. In particular, all three games, you had a different player lead your team. So uh, is that kind of how you envision this season going with having a, oh, a very balanced attack? Oh, I think so. I tell you what, we saw some things out of some guys that we were waiting to see uh, if they could compete at that level and how they were going to help us, and, and, and we are pleased. I, I think we can go – about 10 deep on our bench. Um, uh, we really saw some good signs out of some younger kids, uh, especially inside play. Um, so uh, when we when we correct some mistakes, when we start playing together a little bit better, when we start getting that uh, cohesiveness that you know that it, it takes to have a team, then then we're going to be fine. But right now we were struggling, and hopefully that struggle is over tonight. Because I tell you what. We open up with um, Millbrook, and, and I know there's some teams around here that beat them, but I tell you, I've, I've watched them on film in the last week or so, and I tell you what, they beat a good Spotswood team up at the Hanley Tournament, and um, they move the ball very well. Um, they they can shoot it. They can take it to the glass. So, you know, again, we, we've, got to, we've got to be prepared and ready tonight. Before we go uh, more into detail about uh, your opponent tonight in Millbrook and uh, – tomorrow in Bridgeport. Can you just share some comments about, since it's uh, the uh, Coach Skip Fowler uh, Memorial Classic, uh, your comments on just uh, what Skip Fowler meant to uh, the program and the history there at Martinsburg? Yes, thank you. Skip Fowler, of course, his son, Bruce, played for me and is now uh, our assistant coach there. And then his grandson is on our team at this time. But Coach Fowler was the head basketball coach for years at St. Joe. And back in those days, uh, it was tough getting in the game. I mean, when you when you had St. Joe's and Hedgesville and Berkeley Springs and Clear Springs and what a league um, that they had. And, of course, they, they traveled out to the Huntington area um, to play in their state tournament. And I think everybody probably remembers the, the, the year that the train wrecked. But, you know, I just uh, – he, he just um, – he was a great guy, a great mentor with basketball. I mean, I would love – I love sitting down and picking his brain. He came to practice. Um, he would make suggestions. Uh, we took those suggestions very seriously. And just a, a good all-around guy. And then I remember, uh, you know, he was uh, – we got ready to go to um, – uh, Myrtle Beach one summer to um, play in our summer league and and get ready and and uh, we had to take him along he he was uh, he was in charge of uh, player personnel and we took another guy who was in charge of travel and just to be around him was fun um, he really knew the game of basketball he would help any player and ask for help he would he would give suggestions so. You know, just you don't get gentlemen that come along like that very often. So we knew that upon his passing, we had to name a tournament after him, and that thus we have the Skip Fowler Memorial Basketball Tournament. 
Skip Fowler Memorial Classic tonight starting uh, technically, I guess, at 4.30 with Martinsburg JV against Jefferson JV. And then Jefferson versus Bridgeport at 6 p.m. Then you guys are playing Millbrook at around 7.30. Uh, looking forward to the start of the tournament. What does it mean kind of – you see a lot of tournaments. I, I know the, the Hedgesville tournament, I, I believe, got canceled altogether. So how does it know that you guys are able to host this tournament You know, with everything going on in the world right now? Well, you know, you're just very lucky. I mean, you're just in a position where the light is shining on us, and we just we got to be thankful that we're going to get to play because this this poor stuff going around, anybody can get at any time, and and we keep bouncing back and forth between a a tournament and a classic, and maybe I can explain that. Anytime we get a local team, and we do with Jefferson, and we play each other twice during the season, and then probably again in the in the sectional or the regional, we just don't want to beat each other up four times. So that's when we call it a classic, a mixer, a mixer or whatever, and we bring other teams in and just switch off. If we didn't have another local, then it probably would be a tournament with a crown champion. But you know, we're going to pick ten outstanding players. Uh, from all four teams and, and give trophies. We we have so much. This community is unbelievable. It just helps us so much. And and with our sponsorships, with housing, with feeding, and and meals for the our, uh, food for the guys after the game. And, uh, and you'll enjoy the hospitality room up where you're going to be with your filming. So it's just a great event. It takes a lot of work. I uh, I'm, I love it. Uh, but when it's over with, I kind of take a big, deep breath and say, hey, we got through it, and, and we'll go on with the rest. But uh, it should be a great night of basketball. I hope everybody comes out and watches it. It's a beautiful day. Get out and get in the gym, watch the kids play, and, and uh, we do have three games tonight. And, Coach, uh, going back to Hilton Head a little bit, um, you mentioned having guys come from the football field to the basketball court, and one guy that – Seemed like it was a really easy transition for the most part for him. And Avion Blackwood, uh, he was played well on both sides of the floor for you guys uh, in all three games. What a nice young man. What a hard worker. Uh, just pleasant to be around. Um, his parents have just done a super job of raising that, little, that young man. And, you know, he and, and Stefan uh, Barclay started for us also. Um, but they 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 uh, they're they're athletes. They can play football. They can play basketball. They can run track. They can pretty much do anything they want to do. And for those guys to um, to step off and just come run on that quick, and you can see them even getting more um, confidence, getting better, getting more secure with what they're doing every day in practice. And you give them another month, and they're going to be tough to handle. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Coach Rogers, again for being on the program. Colin McLaughlin again here. Uh, talk to us some more about uh, Millbrook tonight. What have you uh, seen from them and how you uh, uh, are strategizing to beat them tonight? Well, again, Millbrook has uh, got some good athletes. In fact, uh, you're going to recognize one of them. It's Dietrich Brown. That's the brother of Isaac and Cedric and, and their dad and mom. And their mom teaches at Marsburg. Just a great family that we've had their brothers in the past, but they're living in Winchester now. But you know, they've got some good shooters. They've got quickness. Um, uh, the film that I saw, they really moved the basketball. I mean, they do a great job of, of hitting the open man, hitting the jumper. Um, 
So again, we we have to take care of business. We have to we have to defend that. And on the offensive end, we just need to be patient and run our offense and get the shot. Whatever you know, everybody gives you a different uh, approach, uh, and we may be able to go inside one night. And next night we may not be able to go. Next night we may be able to dribble drive it and pitch it. And so you you got to take what the defense gives you. And um, and you've got to be able to read basketball. You know, a lot of teams run this read and react offense, and and read and react is nothing more than basketball IQ. That if uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna switch a screen, then I need to slip the screen and go to the basket. And and you've got you just got to train yourself to do that. And uh, sometimes kids get too regimented. They've got, if they pass the ball on the right, they've got to do this or do that. You know, we want the kids to play basketball. And yet at the same time, sometimes it's tough to to break some of those habits and, and just to do what should be done at that time, whether it's go back door, whether it's a handoff, whether it's a post up. You know, you, you've got you've got to take what they give you and you've got to do it. Coach Rogers, last one here. And uh, as a coach, you don't really like looking forward to the game ahead of the game that you're going to play next. But you guys have Bridgeport tomorrow night in the final game of the Classic. Uh, what what have you seen from them on film? Well, when you see Bridgeport, you'll see a whole bench full. I think they're bringing a party of 24 with them. You'll see, you'll see everybody six foot and under. And if you want to see a good passing team, I mean, they pass the basketball, and they all can shoot the basketball. So um, they're not very big. But I want to tell you what, they are quick. They can shoot it. They can handle it. They're going to give a lot of teams a lot of trouble. I see where they've already beat Wheeling Park. Of course, they lost to uh, University High. But they're, they're, a, they're a good, well-coached basketball team, and um, we're just happy to have them down here for our game. All right, Coach Rogers, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you tonight. Hey, we appreciate you. Thank you, and thanks for coming to Hilton Head. I hope you had a good time. Yeah, we had a great time. We'll see you tonight, Coach. Good luck. Thank you, sir. I was head coach of the Martinsburg boys basketball team, Dave Rogers, and I showed you the uh, the roster over there for Bridgeport. That's a, that's a big party of 24 for sure. Yeah, it almost is looking like they could also uh, go out and try to play some football afterwards if they wanted to. <laughs> or they could have a JV game if they wanted to. That might be. They might have just decided to bring the JV. Now they have their JV tomorrow point, I think, according to the schedule. Uh, no. I think they play – or no, their JV's not playing. Jefferson's JV's playing Yeah, again, I think. No, so it's Martinsburg JV versus Jefferson today, and then Martinsburg JV versus Millbrook tomorrow. Okay, that's what it was. There you go. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Nick will be calling Martinsburg tonight versus Millbrook. I'll be calling Jefferson versus Bridgeport tonight, so it'll be a good one on the call. We'll have the pregame around – 5.30-ish. I mean, probably 5.30, 5.40 maybe, depending on how they are in that game. Uh, the JV game, I would assume we'll get around right around 4.30, but excited for tonight. Yeah, and like we said, you know, all these teams are quality. Uh, while Martinsburg doesn't have a winning record, we know they have talent. Um, everybody else has a winning record, and they've got some good wins. So, uh, you know, it should be a lot of fun, a lot of good basketball being played, like Coach Rogers said. 
All right, and we'll be back tonight, or we'll be back for that tonight, Martinsburg High School, 5.30 p.m., the pregame show. Segment sponsored in part by Orsini's, not just an appliance store any longer, cabinets and designer bedding. Outdoor living, it's family-owned and operated, located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com. We come back, we'll talk a college bowl situation. We'll look at West Virginia's game last night and more coming up next on the Sports Mix. Hi, my name's Corey, and I'm here at Orsini's in beautiful Martinsburg, West Virginia. We no longer specialize in only appliances. We have kitchen design, countertops, cabinets, flooring, and even a new 1,200-square-foot sleep studio with brands such as Stearns & Foster, Sealy, and Tempur-Pedic. 304-267-7251. 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. We price match the big box stores, and we give back to our local community. Orsini's.com. The WVU Medicine Children's Neonatal Intensive Care Unit at Berkeley Medical Center recently received a Level 3 designation from the West Virginia Healthcare Authority. This award is based on quality assurance measures, including specialty trained staff, equipment, specialty services, and facility layout and location. Whether patients deliver at Berkeley Medical Center or Jefferson Medical Center, specialized care for babies born with low birth weight, prematurity, and those recovering from serious conditions is available close to home. WVU Medicine, leading healthcare here and everywhere. Howdy, cowpokes. Yep, it's me again for panhandle printing and design. I'm going to be setting up my own spread. Got my own acres and 100 head of cattle to start off with. I need my own brand for the place. I didn't know what to do. And then I thought of those guys and gals at Panhandle Printing and Design. They designed a logo for me to use on our brand. And all the paperwork and cards I'm going to need printed up too. Well, they took care of all of that. They even designed some vehicle wraps for our pickup trucks. They can help with all your printing needs. With everything from design to production of stationery envelopes, business cards, invitations, vinyl signs, banners, vehicle wraps, and large format construction plans and more. I'll be busy down on the ranch for a while. But they're never too busy to help you at your local one-stop printing shop where they have something for everyone. Panhandle Printing and Design, 124 North Maple Avenue in Martinsburg. Call 304-267-7400. And you can even find them online, too. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back in to this Wednesday, December 29th edition of the Sports Mix. We'll talk some college football action, uh, the bowl season, and different bowl season for sure as multitude of games, multitude of bowls have now been canceled. But one bowl we'll kind of single into because you could hear it here last night was West Virginia. Excuse me, they fell to Minnesota 18-6 to last night. And not a good look for the Mountaineers finishing under 500 this year at six and seven. And uh, Diggy just really couldn't get anything going. Colin, did you see any of that bowl, or did you see the highlights? Uh, I watched the uh, first half as much as I could since I still had to get up this morning to do uh, news and stuff. But it was a struggle, and that's what I feel like it's been all year long for this uh, Mountaineer team, especially the offense. And I know I've been hard on. Deggy for the most part because I feel like he's just not the quarterback for the Mountaineers but if you really look into things last night as well he had absolutely no help from the offensive line 
Minnesota was able to dominate both sides of the ball when it came to the trenches, and that's why they won. West Virginia couldn't stop the run defensively. And well, it doesn't help when on the offensive side they allowed just way too many rushes and sacks. Well, offensively, it doesn't help when your uh, best running back opts out of the ball game. That's also true, but when you believed in a Mathis coming in and he's supposed to be your future, you'd hope for uh, better from him last night than I believe it was 55, 56 yards. Yeah, he had 13 carries, 56 yards. Justin Johnson Jr. had five carries for 35 yards. Deggie won 18 for 31, 140 yards, no touchdowns with a pick. Uh, Sam James led the way, receiving three catches for 40 yards. Uh, Reese Smith had four catches for 38 yards. Tony Mathis, five catches for 24 yards. And uh, that was the top 20, or the people with over 20 yards. Lance Dixon had eight tackles, uh, seven for Jackie Matthews, and just not an all-around great game. A pick, though, for uh, Charles Woods. Yeah, they won the turnover battle, but when you can only put six points up in a uh, bowl game, it's frustrating. So hopefully uh, next year it'll get better. You got guys like uh, Nico Martial coming in from Arizona, the four-star quarterback that everybody's – hyping up i hope that he does well we'll see if he is a uh, freshman starting in the big 12 or not and go from there neil brown's definitely in the hot seat though next year really next in year. the hot seat i think next year is the big year for him uh but some breaking mountaineer news not on the football side let me update my email here because i came in through my phone uh big news coming out of west virginia basketball Due to COVID issues within the TCU program, the WVU men's basketball game scheduled for Monday, January 3rd, has been postponed. The Big 12 and WVU will actively look to reschedule the game at a later date, which is to be determined. So no men's basketball game on Monday on our airwaves. Instead, we'll have Monday night football, I believe the last Monday night football game of the regular season. But I believe Monday night football coming back for Super Wild Card Weekend. If I remember looking at the I think I Westwood One that, schedule is correctly, a, is that this year? Or next interesting. Year? I thought that might be this no, it's year. This it might year. be this year. It's this know. year because yeah. I looked at the NFL Westwood One schedule while I was starting to put together the January schedule, and I had to opt into a Monday night game there because it was Sunday, but they moved it to Monday. And you know that's just going to bring back uh, complaints from teams like, oh, they had a day extra to rest and prepare. So even though it'll be cool TV wise, you get a, another prime time spot. Do you get? I wonder. The winning I'll team's going to complain that they had less time to prepare for that look following too week. Too far into it, but I'd be interested to see if you get uh, for the wild card. Let's see how they have it. If they even have it in here, they do have it in here. Um, if you get Saturday, Sunday, and Monday game for wild card, you do. You get Saturday, Sunday, yeah. and one Monday night game. That's really cool. It's cool, but as I said, that team that plays Monday that comes out. The uh, victor's going to complain about less time to prepare for. That's game true. The next yeah, week. yeah, yeah. Unless they have, them, they'll probably have them play on Sunday. That could be true. Yeah, so they'll probably have them play the Sunday night game. My like, uh, that's what I'm assuming so at we'll this see. point. Because you can't have a team play on Monday and then play again on Saturday. That'd be really messed up. Yeah, that's not going to happen for with a team against a team most likely that may have had a bye. Well, there's I only one bye. Yeah, per side, but I don't yeah. know which. It doesn't tell us that could which. Be. It doesn't tell us which it is though. Like, well, you don't know because they'll reseed. Yeah, yeah so it'll be true. like if 
the seventh seed wins and they'll play the one. But right now but, it looks like it's not going to be the Washington football team. So <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute, but we'll, let's continue with the Bulls. Talked a little bit about the Mountaineers' loss last night. Uh, we did a bowl pick'em. I believe right now I am st- sitting at eleven and ten on the bowl pick'ems. Uh, Colin, what are you? I'm at ten and eleven. Nick, what are you? I think I'm eight and thirteen. Yep. All right, so I'm in the lead here. Uh, the Fenway Bowl, which was scheduled to be playing as we speak right now, that got canceled due to COVID. So. X that game out of there. The Pinstripe Bowl this afternoon, I believe, is on Virginia Tech versus Maryland. Did you guys see the Virginia Tech helmets? Yes, I did. They're pretty slick. Even though I hate the Yankees, it's actually a pretty cool backstory. I don't know if uh, you guys saw it. And just to put into a context for those I of wish you I would that have put don't the picture know, on Nick's thing. Uh, Virginia Tech, since Unless they're in the Pinstripe Bowl at uh, Yankee Stadium, has uh, the New York Yankees logo on their uh Helmets, which is uh, pretty weird when you think about it. But the backstory, I guess, is uh, from what I found that back, I believe it was uh, 2007, during the uh, Virginia Tech massacre, the aftermath and everything that was witnessed on uh, TV. Uh, Steinbrenner, the owner of the Yankees, told uh, Girardi and a couple of the other guys to uh, go out and visit the uh, memorial there in Virginia Tech and just talk with uh, people from the families and the school and just help grieve with them and everything else. And it's pretty cool. So this, I guess, is a uh, special moment that they want to say thank you to the Yankees by putting their logo on the helmet. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Looking at today's slate, I do believe, did Clemson back out of the Cheez-It Bowl? I don't think so. I think that one's still on. I, I didn't hear anything about. Oh no, that's still on. Out. Okay. Uh, why is it? Oh, I guess it goes the whatever schedule today on the ESPN. So then, Oregon, Oklahoma is tonight at nine fifteen in the Alamo Bowl. Yeah, I was about to say the Fenway Bowl got the postponed Fenway Bowl today. did get postponed. That, well, it got canceled, not postponed. Call. Yeah, sorry. Postponed would mean they'd be playing it at a later yep. date. Uh, the other game that got, or games that have passed, I believe, that have gotten postponed is canceled. Canceled. <laughs> now you See, now I'm me messing up. you up. Haha. The Military Bowl got canceled. Boston College, East Carolina, that was set for Monday. Um, Hawaii Bowl. The bowl. Was there any bowls yesterday that got canceled? Yeah, the one there at uh, Petco Park. I can't remember what the name of it was with UCLA, but it was like four hours uh, before kickoff at. The holiday UCLA Bowl. had to back out. Yeah, against NC State. Uh, I think NC State is looking to play another team. I don't know. It, it's I don't know. It's weird now, and it sucks for those programs because they lose the money, I believe. Well, then the Arizona Bowl yeah, got the Barstool canceled Sports one. because Boise State backed out, but then now they're playing in the Sun Bowl. Or the Sun Bowl is being played with the other – was it Central Michigan or Washington, Washington State, right? I don't know. I don't but know. Washington, the, the Sun Bowl is now Washington State versus Central Michigan. I think it was Central Michigan that was supposed to play Boise State there in the Arizona Bowl. But since Boise State backed out, Central Michigan yes. uh, left to go find another bowl and with more Sun money. the Sun Bowl – what day is the Sun Bowl being played? Friday. So – yeah, it, so Miami backed year. out of that bowl. So we got to remake the pickums for this bowl. Washington State or Central Michigan? Washington State. I'll go Central Michigan. I don't know. 
Antonio Brown. What? He went to Central Michigan. Oh. Yeah. I'll go. Does that mean I need to flip my pick? <laughs> Didn't J.J. Watt go there, too? I don't know. I don't know. I'll That's go. Uh, no, he went to his. No. So which one is this one? Remember. Right now, Washington State is favored by seven. The over-under is 57 and a half. I'm going to go Washington State. You said this is Friday's? Yes, Friday's Sun Bowl. So Miami. But I do believe out. everything else is is canceled out. Like, Actually, can I change it? Because I already had Washington State beating Miami, so I'm going to just go Washington State against Central Michigan. All right, there you go. Uh, what was the one that Marshall could have potentially played in for a second? Oh, the Tax Slayer Gator did Bowl. did spend a second at Central Michigan before transferring to Wisconsin. <laughs> the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, which was scheduled for Friday. Uh, Wake Forest, Texas A&M's no longer. It's Wake Forest, Rutgers. I had Wake Forest, so I'm staying with my pick. Because Rutgers, one of those 5-7 and seven teams that uh, the NCAA had to approve because of APR. So, yeah. I don't think Rutgers stands a chance in that no. one. It'd be uh, cool if they did. Wake but. is favored by 14.5. That's a pretty large line. Not as large as uh, Alabama, though. What is Alabama? Like? I think that's that 13 and a half or or so it's 13 large. and a half. So it's larger as one. Which point is surprising. Larger. I don't yeah. know. I feel like that's a weird one. Yeah, it is. You a want weird Cincinnati one. to stand a chance, but I feel like a lot of people know that Cincinnati doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> yeah, Cincinnati does not stand a chance. All right. Well, uh, what do you think? You think they stand a chance, Nick? I saw you shrug your shoulders there. Play the game for a reason, Colin. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I picked Alabama though. I think they're going to win big. You think Alabama's going to win big? <laughs> but. So, wait. We said the Gator Bowl, right? Never know, right? It's what A&M backed out of against Wake Forest? Yes. I'm confused. I don't know what's going on so. with all these bowl games. <laughs> Me too. Since honestly. I had A&M, I'm now going Wake Forest against Rutgers. Okay. I think I had Wake Forest the whole time. Who'd you have, Nick? I think I probably had A&M. My strategy during this was to just pick the better school. And so far, that hasn't worked out. Yeah, I believe you're, you're, I was about last. To say you're in last. You're in last place between. I didn't look at records or anything. I was just like, Auburn's better than Houston. They'll beat them. Louisville's got to be better than Air Force, right? No. Well, they threw the ball. I watched a little bit of that game, and I think I saw Air Force that like, Air Force hadn't usually. thrown the ball all year, though. Oh. Well, then what do I And then <laughs> next thing I knew, or they knew. They all right. Well, something that we. Hence Air Force. Weren't on the Air Force, but we're not shocked about. It. Nick is definitely not shocked about it. Uh,. Tyson Bajan wins the 2021 Harlan Hill Trophy. We're at the Christmas party at uh, the Mogul's house while the announcement was made. Uh, but I'm not surprised at all, and I know Nick's not surprised at all either. Colin's probably not surprised, uh, but definitely a great achievement for Tyson Bajan, uh, you know, unable to get to the national championship game for Division Two, but still an amazing season that was capped off by a Harlan Hill Trophy for Bajan. Yeah, and I believe the first Shepherd player to win it as well. So, get a little bit more attention to the Shepherd University program, and uh, yeah, he had a remarkable season. There were some questions heading in, you know, how good would Shepherd be? Because I know they lost a lot of wide receivers from the previous year, and there was no real drop off. If anything, they were better uh, throwing the football from 2019 until now. So, uh, you know, give a lot of credit to Bajent. Um, because obviously they all took a year off from playing too, and, and he still had an outstanding season, um, and was able to you know, have a, a great year and a great season for the team as well. And hopefully, uh, if he's back next year, which I would expect him to be, uh, then the Rams can 
you know, do it all again and maybe cap it off of a national championship. Yeah, I believe that he's coming back next year because I uh, saw on his Twitter that he's trying to uh, promise Shepard a uh, national championship. So that's his goal for next year, and we uh, saw that he accomplished the goal this year. So a big congratulations to uh, Tyson, a special player, well-deserving of the award. We've been saying it all year, especially in those uh, final two uh, wins in the playoffs. And a little bit there in the uh, tough loss to Ferris State, it wasn't his fault. Ferris State's State. just a very, very good team. Didn't they go on to dismantle uh, Valdosta State? Oh, yeah, they dominated the National dismantled Championship them. as well. So. Uh, one thing I want to give a shout-out to Nick for, uh, we didn't talk about, we were going to talk about this on the show, but uh, right after the Christmas party, I was... I was going home to Leesburg for a couple for the weekend or the, just the night before we come back, get ready to go to Hilton Head. Uh, the mogul gives me a call. I'm eating dinner with the family, didn't answer it. And uh, I text him and he goes, you guys made ESPN top 21 calls of 2021. So Nick's calls for those two Hail Marys last second for Tyson Bajant made ESPN's top 21 calls of 2021. Uh, the comment was, shaky camera work, dog piles, what more could you want from college football? How about that, Nick? You made ESPN. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, technically, it was top 21 plays, I think. So, I'm going to give credit to Tyson on that one, right? I just called the game. but uh, <laughs> Hey, I was trying to give you some credit where credit's uh, due. You've been doing I mean, a great job calling It's definitely cool year. to have the call on there, but is it was it my call that got it on there? Or was it the play? I don't know. So... You know, both of us make ESPN then in that case. There you go. Tyson Bajant, me, you, Josh Gontarek. And? <laughs> and Travis Smith. Travis Smith. Yeah. And Alex Wetzel. Yeah. <laughs> you keep forgetting guys over there, Nick. Uh, I mean, Matt Miller, too, because he had the shaky camera work. That's true. The there wind you go. The legend Matt And the bleachers. <laughs> the bleachers. It was the bleachers. I think it was the bleachers. It wasn't yeah. shaky of camera work. Them chanting defense and stomping on them. Yeah. All right. Well, pretty fun game. We get back. We'll talk NFL football, the devastating Washington football team, as always. Do we have to? Yeah, we'll talk about them then in the show. We'll talk about NFL in general. But this segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. We'll be back to close out the show next. This is Eric from Hagerstown Ford. I want to thank you for your continued support of helping Hagerstown Ford's efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one, we have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two, we have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill Empire! 
Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including Trivia Night Monday, Karaoke Tuesday, Steak Night Wednesday and Sunday, Thursday Night Boneless Wing Night, and on Friday and Saturday nights, there'll be a DJ and or karaoke. And remember, Monday through Friday, happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Remember that last trip to the auto mechanic? I also think your solenoid gasket is bad. What? Yep, that'll be another $500. Forget that and go to DNN Auto Specialist at 230 Tavern Road, Martinsburg, where honesty is their best policy. Serving the Eastern Panhandle since 1974, DNN Auto is family owned and operated, specializing in exhaust alignments and tires. From general maintenance to major overhauls, they'll treat you right. Call DNN Auto Specialist at 304 267 4078. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your December 29th of 2021. Segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Philly McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. You can stop by their offices located at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. And uh, we'll close things out talking about the Washington football team. A lot has happened in the last, since we've been off the air. Because and none of it's been good. None, yeah, none, none of it's been good, as Colin just alluded to. Uh, it's been good for Dallas. <laughs> good for Philadelphia. That's true. All right. Well, so we'll start. Give you a, like a, a one minute blurb of what happened. So we get off the air Friday. We're at the holiday Christmas party. The NFL decides to finally do something they, they weren't going to do this year. They postpone games to Monday and Tuesday. Washington is one of those games because Taylor Heineke is out. Uh, Cal Allen out. They signed Garrett Gilbert, I believe is his name. Uh, he starts on Tuesday. But Washington had this set up to where they could have tested out of protocol. And they had a they had Dan's private jet waiting at Dulles for a 4.05 takeoff to Philly, a 30-minute flight, to be able to get them on the field. I think like two or three players got cleared, including uh, Reyes, same as Reyes. He had a concussion, so I still don't understand why he even flew to Philly because he had to get off the COVID list, then clear concussion protocol. So I still don't understand that at all. But so they play the game. They're competitive in the game for a little bit in that game last Tuesday. Yeah, they had the uh, lead. They started with two turnovers and then the Eagles just uh figured out that they could run the ball and with the holes that the offensive line created we could have probably been the Eagles running back it was a disaster defensively for Washington fell apart and lost and Washington lost that they kind of fell out the wayside for the playoff race uh, they fell in that one 27 to 17 and then they had to go play Monday or Sunday night football against the Cowboys you get some players back off the COVID list um Friday is it Friday or was it Thursday uh there's a crash that happens in uh in Loudoun County Virginia and it involves 
one of the star special teams guys, DeShader or ever, uh, sadly, his girlfriend uh, died instantly almost in the car crash. He was at a hospital with life-threatening or serious but non-life-threatening injuries. He's doing okay now. He's out of the hospital. Uh, two players, which I didn't know at the time going into Sunday, witnessed it. One was Benjamin St. Just on the IR with concussion, I believe. He went on the IR for. And then starting linebacker Jamin Davis. This comes into play very weird. So they go they go down to Sunday. They get Kyle Allen. They get Taylor Heineke what, back. What exactly led to that crash? Did anything come out? I don't think I, they have any not released any details. Out. It was yeah. a one-car crash. This intersection that it was at is very, very dangerous. Um, it's all, it's uh, just not very lit at night, and it's kind of like a turn, and you kind of turn to go either way, and it's there's trees in the area. Um, but I So apparently, St. Juiced and davis were in the car behind them yeah i saw that but it doesn't really have to do with the game i guess well <laughs> then oh i guess something oh, I, something i forgot about hold on hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. I, something else i forgot about tuesday washington pulled to dallas they get their benches flown in for the game in philadelphia which is a joke because you get embarrassed on you know kind of national tv on a tuesday and then night. they did it and then they did it in dallas for no apparent reason because you're inside uh got smacked and then jamin davis uh just a couple hours before with where the deadline was to say inactives he apparently comes down with covid symptoms i don't believe he's put been put on the covid list yet but then everybody thought it had a deal had to do with the crash and then washington just drops an egg on if, sunday night football very much so drops an egg 56 to 14 with the loss john allen and uh deron Payne get into it on the sideline i mean this is this is all within a week and a half yeah they're falling apart the season is most likely uh over take a lot of things for them to sneak into the playoffs and right now it looks like they wouldn't even stand a chance in the playoffs so you just gotta lick the wounds and the season positively play spoiler for uh philadelphia this uh sunday and move on try to rebuild find a quarterback hopefully because uh even though at some parts taylor heineke looked like he maybe could be the quarterback for this team ultimately it seems like he can't yeah he definitely can't uh that's what i was gonna dax prescott named nfc player of the week that they did get some answers about their team and one is that they still need to find a quarterback but also wasn't all on Heineke, obviously. I mean, they couldn't get any running game going. Their defenses got COVID issues. So they they just have a lot of issues in, you know, all three phases on defense, I think, in some in some ways because they've had injuries up front and they've had COVID up front on the D-line, which is probably the strength of the team. Secondary's been very bad all season, and that showed again against Dak Prescott. Um, so... You know, Washington's a team that's going to have to really try to reevaluate some things in the off season because, despite all that, they're six and eight. Like they're not the worst team in the NFL, despite having some major issues in some key positions. So, um, I do think there still is some potential there to be excited moving forward. But they're going to need to find a quarterback, whether that be through the draft or free agency, and, um. I don't know if you can get it through the draft. I, I, I don't really think there think is one this year. Good quarterbacks in the draft. I, I mean, mean, there's guys getting people hyped. say Kenny Pickett with Pitt, but this has really been the only good season 
in my opinion, for yeah. him. So I feel like to compare that to like the Dwayne Haskins thing, even though Pickett was a starter longer, he's only had one good season. So I don't want them to draft anybody. I don't think there's going to be anybody that can get in free agency. I guess maybe Russell Wilson, but I don't think I want him. And Sean Watson. Maybe. <laughs> he yeah. would fit in, right? <laughs> I guess it's just going to have to be Fitzpatrick again. <laughs> if he's bad. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know either. It'll definitely. At least we can get a new team name. I mean, maybe. Hopefully, maybe. hopefully that's coming. Hopefully. Maybe. Hopefully you won't be the football team. Uh, but that Seems doesn't. Seems like they're sticking with it, right? I don't know. I don't know. That does it for today's edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks to Coach Dave Rogers for coming on. For Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Dupuis saying so long. Remember, 5.30-ish p.m. Stay tuned to our social media. We'll have the pregame show for the first game of the Skip Fowler Memorial Classic at Martinsburg, as it will be Millbrook versus Bridgeport? Yes. Yes. All right, that does it for today's edition. No, of the first games. game will be Bridgeport versus Jefferson. Oh, yeah. Dang it.